Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Giribaradhari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Giribaradhari Jashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jamunati Ravana Chari Yamunati Ravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Jashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jashwadanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jamunati Ravana Chari Jamunati Ravana Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari 
ಜಯ ರಾಧಾಧವ ಕುಂಜಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ದ್ವೈತ ಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತ ಬಿಂದ ಜಯ ದ್ವೈತ ಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತ ಬೃಂದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ದ್ವೈತ ಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತ ಬೃಂದ ಜಯ ದ್ವೈತ ಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತ ಬೃಂದ ಜಯ ದ್ವೈತ ಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತ ಬೃಂದ ಹರಿ ಬೋಲ್ ಹರಿ ಹರಿ ಬೋಲ್ ನಿತೌರ ಹರಿ ಬೋಲ್ ನಿತ ನಿತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗ ಹರಿ ಬೋಲ್ ಹರಿ ಬೋಲ್ ಹರಿ ಬೋಲ್ ನಿತಾಯ ಗೌರ ಹರಿ ಬೋಲ್ ಜಯ ಜಗದ್ಗುರು ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಗದ್ಗುರು ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಠಾಕೂರ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಠಾಕೂರ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಠಾಕೂರ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಠಾಕೂರ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಪತಿ ತಪಾವನ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಪತಿ ತಪಾವನ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಪ್ರಭು ಪಾದ ಪ್ರಭು ಪಾದ ಪ್ರಭು ಪಾದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭು ಪಾದ 
Jaya Jaya Gurudev 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 Jaya Jaya Gurudev Jaya Om Vishnu Bhada Parman Sapri Radhika Chajya Astotar Satoshi Shimad His Divine Grace Srila Bhaya Charanarvindam Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Jai Skon Founder Charger, BBT Founder Charger, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Jai Skon Guru Brinda Ki Jai, Jai Shri 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 Guru Parampara Ki Jai, Jai Grantaraja Srimad Bhagavatam Mahapurana Ki Jai, Jai Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai, Jai Srimad Bhagavad Gita Tarupa Ki Jai, Jai Shri Shri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai, Jai Shri Gora Bhakta Brindaki Jai Nitai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories all glories to Shishi Guru and Gorangal Glories to Srila Prabhupada So Hare Krishna, welcome to Sunday Feast program today. So today we'll be reading from the Bhagavad Gita. Last week we read from the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So today we're going to read from the ninth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. As we know, the Bhagavad Gita is divided into three parts. The first six chapter, first six chapters reference uh, Karma Yoga. The final six chapters reference uh, Jnana Yoga. And the middle six chapters from chapter 7 through 12 reference Bhakti Yoga. So today we're going to read from the heart of the Bhagavad Gita, which is chapter 9, which is uh, uh, titled The Most Confidential Knowledge. So last week we spoke about chanting of the holy names of Krishna. And Srila Prabhupada describes that in Krishna consciousness there are two parts. The first part is that we should always chant the holy names of the Lord because as the demigods describe, the demigods in the Srimad Bhagavatam when they are speaking, they describe, and by the way, we have the uh, statues up here on the top. These represent the demigods. This is described the demigods always turn up at a bona fide Krishna conscious program. The reason is that they want to take birth on planet Earth in the family of devotees. The reason being that it is only from planet Earth that one can back, go back to Godhead. This is the staging point because Lord Krishna decided to advent himself here to actually come to this planet and brought his embassy, which is known as Srivindavandham, to this planet. Hence, amongst all the planets in creation, the earth planet is considered the most worshipable planets. And the demigods take this very seriously. So anytime there's a program going on, which is a bona fide program in a bona fide parampara, as Hare Krishna is, in the uh, Brahma Mahadeva Vaishnava Gaudiya Sampradaya, uh, the demigods always turn up to these programs. No matter if it is simply two or three persons chanting Hare Krishna, they will turn up to show their sincerity to Lord Brahma so that Lord Brahma may recommend them. Just like for initiation, you need the recommendation of the temple president so that you can get your initiation. So similarly, they go to Lord Brahma to get his permission, his recommendation, 
so that they can be born as the children in the Hare Krishna movement, so that they can also become Krishna conscious and go back home, back to Godhead. So these demigods, when they're speaking in the Srimad Bhagavatam, they describe that the name of Krishna is the same as Krishna himself. There's no difference between Krishna and his holy name. Unlike it is described uh, by Srila Prabhupada, that if you say mango, you're not going to taste a mango just by saying mango. No matter how many times you say mango, the taste is not going to come in your mouth. Whereas when you say Krishna, then Krishna is with you at that time. Prabhupada describes his dancing on our tongue. Because Krishna loves to dance. He's always in a dance pose, as you can see, on the altar also. He never stands straight. He's always standing in some type of a pose. This is called the three bhanga pose because he's bent in three places. But he's always dancing. And Radharani loves to dance with him as well. Whenever there is any issue in Golok Vrindavan, when the issue is solved, it ends with a big dance that happens. That's how they celebrate. Chanting, feasting, and dancing. They sing and they dance and then have a big feast. Like you can see on that painting there at the back, there's Krishna feasting with his friends, uh, with Lord Balaram and his friends. And Lord Brahma is on his swan looking over. So, so this process of chanting is the quintessential part of the Hare Krishna movement and therefore this movement is called the Hare Krishna movement because we should always be chanting. But because our minds are dull and we're not able to do this all the time, therefore another part is given, a second part is given and that is devotional service which is done by other senses, the senses because in chanting the tongue and the ears are engaged but we have three other senses, the uh, sense of smell, the sense of sight, and the sense of touch. Of course, when you, on the beads, the touching also happens. Uh, and then uh, there is the mind. The mind is the king of the senses. It's sometimes called the sixth sense. Like that, these need to be engaged too. The intelligence needs to be engaged. And most importantly, our false ego needs to be engaged. Otherwise, the false ego, the intelligence, and the mind, they get together and they create a lot of mischief. The major mischief they create is illusion. They make us understand what is not true to be true. And what is true, we don't have so much interest in it. A good example is given, when you ask a lot of people to chant, they say, why? What is the need to chant? And even after they join the Hare Krishna movement sometimes, they don't have the taste for chanting. So Prabhupada describes that just like a jaundiced person, when you give them sugar candy, they don't taste the sweetness of the candy, they think it's bitter. But we know that sugar candy is actually sweet. So this bitterness comes from a particular energy of the Lord called the Kal Shakti. So when, when Lord Vishnu awakens and then he breathes out, then all the uh, uh, planets that come out for the day of Brahma, actually for, for the beginning of the life of Brahma, at that time a particular energy comes out of him called Kal Shakti. And this Shakti, it has the energy of throwing us into ignorance of covering our intelligence and throwing us into ignorance. And then we think that maybe chanting is not important. Such an easy process. Surely it must be harder than this. There must be a better process than this. And so we come up with all sorts of processes, but actually it is the chanting process that is the only process. It is described in the in the scriptures. Harinam, harinam, harinam evakevalam. Kalo, nasteva, 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 kateranyatha. There is no other way no other way, no other way, 
but chanting the holy names of Krishna, like that. And so, to awaken this, to get out of this jaundiced condition, we need to do service, devotional service. So in chapter 9 of the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna makes some very wonderful statements to Arjuna, so that he may actually understand this point. And I'm going to be reading two verses, starting with verse number 27, chapter 9, verse 27. If any of you have your phones with you, you can bring them out. So please repeat after me. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasme Shi Gurave Nama Vanchakalpa Turubhascha Kripasandubya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhya Vaishnavebhya Namo Nama Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisheshishunyavadi Paschata Deshatarine Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Shivas Adigora Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jai Srimad Bhagavad Gita Tarupa Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai So this is verse 27 Yad Karoshi Yad Ashnasi Yad Karoshi Yad Ashnasi Yad-yuho-shiddha-dasiyat-yat-tapasya-si-kontaya-yat-tapasya-si-kontaya-tat-kurushva-madarpanam-tat-kurushva-madarpanam Yad-yuho-shiddha-dasiyat-yad-yuho-shiddha-dasiyat-yad-tapasya-si-kaunteya-tat-kurushva-madarpanam-tat-kurushva-madarpanam-tat-kurushva-madarpanam-tat-kur
Tatkurushvamadarpanam Yat Whatever Karoshi you do Yat whatever Ashnasi you eat Yat whatever Juhosh sorry sorry Juhoshi you offer Dadasi you give away Yat whatever Yat whatever Tapasyasi Austerities you perform Kunteya O son of Kunti Tat that Kurushva do Mat unto me Arpanam as an offering. Translation, please repeat after me. Whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer or give away, and whatever austerities you perform, do that, O son of Kunti, as an offering to me. Purport by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Thus, it is the duty of everyone to mold his life in such a way that he will not forget Krishna in any circumstance. Everyone has to work for the maintenance of his body and soul together. And Krishna recommends herein that one should work for him. Everyone has to eat something to live. Therefore, he should accept the remnants of foodstuffs offered to Krishna. Any civilized man has to perform some religious ritualistic ceremonies. Therefore, Krishna recommends, do it for me. And this is called archana. Anyone has a tendency to give something in charity. Krishna says, give it to me. And this means that all surplus money accumulated should be utilized in furthering the Krishna consciousness movement. Nowadays, people are very much inclined to the meditational process, which is not practical in this age. But if anyone practices meditating on Krishna 24 hours a day by chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra round his beads, he is surely the greatest meditator and the greatest yogi as substantiated by the sixth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. The next verse, Krishna says, Shubhasubha phale revam bhokshye sisi karma bandhanehi sanyasi yoga yuktatma vimuktumam upeshasi. Translation In this way, you will be freed from bondage to work and its auspicious and inauspicious results. With your mind fixed on me, in this principle of renunciation, you will be liberated and come to me. This is Krishna speaking. So, uh, first I'll just chant the mantra here. Om Jnana Timiram Dasya Jnana Jana Shalakaya Chakshuran Miritam Yena Tasma Shri Gurave Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shumate Tamao Krishna Goswami So here Krishna is setting the perfect way to be Krishna conscious. That whatever we do, we should do it as an offering to Krishna. Now, what does that mean? That simply means 
that we have to say to Krishna, I am yours and you are mine. Everything I will do in my life, whether I'm doing it while I'm breathing out, whether I'm doing it while I'm holding my breath out, whether I'm doing it while I'm breathing in, and again, whether I'm doing it holding my breath in, or whether I'm doing it while I'm merging the inward breath with the outward breath. In any of these five breaths, whatever I do, O Sri Krishna, is meant for only one purpose, and that is to please you. This is how we start. Because everything starts with the process of thinking. From thinking comes feeling. Then you will feel like doing it. Once you think it, and you know that it is very good for you, you will start feeling that I should do this. And then you will will it. And where there is a will, there is a way. Then you will do it. Then the action will follow. And when the action follows, then you have completed the process. But the beauty of Krishna consciousness and the beauty of serving Lord Krishna is that Krishna accepts our service as soon as we've started. He doesn't wait until the process is completed by action. Even if you think it, he will give you the credit. In fact, just to encourage us to think like that, Krishna says, if you think it, I will give you more credit than if you do it. Now this is amazing, right? Imagine you had a boss, and he would say to you, I will pay you if you think about coming to work more than if you came to work and did your work. I mean, that would be a nice boss, right? I think everybody will work for that boss. You get paid more. Instead of going to work, just thinking about it, you get paid more. This is Krishna. This is why Krishna is the original supreme personality of Godhead. In the beginning, there was no one except Brahma in this creation. And Brahma says... Ishvara Paramakrishna, Satchadananda Vigraha, Anadir Adi Govinda, Sarvakarana Karnam. That of all the Ishwaras, and we are also Ishwaras, Ishwara means controller. Mini, mini, mini gods like that, controllers. We're all controllers, we control something. You know, we control our hand movement, or, or talking, or working, or drinking, eating, sleeping, breathing. To some degree we do control it. I can, decide I'm going to stop breathing. Of course, it'll have very nasty consequences. But the fact is that I can decide to do that. That is within my control. Whether I chant Hare Krishna or not is within my control. It's up to me, like that. So we are controllers. But of all the controllers, Ishvara Parama, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. What does it say again? What is the verse again? Uh, Ishvara Parama Krishna, of all the Ishwaras, the Parama Ishwara is Krishna. He is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead. Satchidananda Vigraha. His body is made of three items. He is his body is constructed of three items. Of eternality, of full knowledge, and full bliss. That is the constitution of his body. Anadir Adi Govinda. Anadir means before whom there was nobody. This is, this is Lord Brahma speaking, was the first person in creation. That's why a lot of people, a lot of people think it is Brahma who is God. Because he was the first person. But he says that Krishna is the first. Anadir. In fact, in fact, there's nobody before him. And then to repeat it, he says, Adir. Anadir, Adir. Anadir means before whom there was nobody. And who was the very first himself? Anadir, Adi, Govinda. Krishna's name is Govinda. Because he loves his devotees. And he loves the cows. 
Therefore, it's called Govinda. Go is also named for cow. And go also means our senses. Our senses are also called go. Therefore, we say go swami. Means the control of the senses. Not the control of the cows. The control of the senses. Like that. Anadi Radhi Govinda. Sarva karana karanam. The cause of all causes. Who is, has no cause himself and who is himself the cause of all causes. So this is Krishna. And he's such a wonderful personality that he knows that in Kali Yuga it is very difficult to practice and do anything nicely. This is the Yuga where everything is totally upside down. Things go really wrong in this Yuga. So when things go wrong, don't be surprised. Many people get very, very affected by things not working out. They become very stressed out. What will happen to the country? What will happen to my job? What will happen to my family? What will happen to me? What will happen to the sky? What will happen to the land? The sky is going to fall. So many things we worry about all the time. Now it is true that those worries are natural because it's Kal Shakti that causes these worries. But actually, whatever you cannot do something about, don't so much worry about that. Worry about what you can do. Now that you need to work upon. Because if you do what you can do, in itself, Krishna will make all the arrangements. And those of us who have become devotees, we've seen this in practice. Otherwise, before we came into Krishna consciousness, a lot of us, myself included, thought, the most important thing in this world is money. Nothing is more important than money. Everything I will do in my life is to collect more money. So I'll become a, at that time, in the 1970s, the idea was to become a millionaire. In the 2010s and 20s, it's now become a billionaire. And in the 2030s and 40s, it'll be become a trillionaire. Because now billionaire is also boring. Many billionaires in this world, nothing new. Trillionaire? Not happened yet. Or sometimes they just cross the line, fall back again. No longer trillionaire. Stock market goes down a little bit, no longer trillionaire. Stock market goes up, trillionaire. All racing. Who's going to become the first trillionaire? And who will be trillionaires? Like that. So this was most important. And yet today, amongst those of us who are initiated devotees, I won't embarrass everybody, but amongst the initiated devotees of you, how much of you will give up Krishna consciousness for one billion dollars? So you can become, or multi-billion dollars, let's say. And you give up your Krishna consciousness because you got it. And, and threw it away because you were given a few billion dollars. Anybody? And some of you are not being, probably being too honest. You know? If you actually were given a few billion dollars, you might, yeah, see this first honest person there. See what I'm saying? Now the devotees are not interested in billions of dollars compared to Krishna consciousness. Why? Why? Because they're going to be embarrassed that the temple president knows that? No. It's because they have come across Krishna who is way more valuable than any number of billions of dollars. Any number of planets. Hiranyakashipu actually owned all the planets. All the planets. And yet in the end, he himself also surrendered to Krishna. Not in a very nice way, but he did. So the point is that Krishna is so nice, he wants to give us the best. So he says, even if you just think about me, I will give you the credit. 
Because he knows that once we start thinking, then the feeling will arise. Feeling will arise. Then the willing will arise. And then like some of us are doing, we are now here. We are serving. We are serving in the homes, we are serving here, we are serving outside. And all of you actually have come here. You have come here because Kalachanji invited you. And so you must be Krishna conscious, otherwise why would we be sitting here? Only people who are invited by Kalachanji can enter this arena. And that's actually a fact. We've had people come in here who have no interest in Krishna consciousness. And after they come here, they get very much affected by it. And then they say, we have seen God when they see Kalachanji. Okay, we have seen God now. Even though some of them didn't even believe in statues or idols. I had a uh, situation in 1993. I was uh, serving as the uh, in the congregation office. I wasn't the congregational director, but I was like the assistant. And so I was serving the office. The, the director was a part-time devotee, so I was here all the time. And so I was sitting in my office, which is now the library, and again it's become my office now. And right now it's become a go-down. Uh, and this. Uh, uh, boy ran into the office and he was very scared. He was a tall African American boy. Uh, you know, fairly well built. I was thinking, what happened? Why are you so scared? He says, my girlfriend is running after me with a knife to kill me. And I said, he said, why? He said, well, what happened was we were out uh, on the streets and there was this, some people came along and they had some books in their hands and they gave us one of the books. And I took it, and it was the Bhagavad Gita. It was one of our devotees, actually. had gone out, book distribution. So he got the Bhagavad Gita, and he started reading it, and immediately started reading it. He said, wow, this is really true. This is why he said that loudly. And the girl, his, wife, his girlfriend, was a born-again Christian. He said, you rascal, you're accepting the books from Satan, and you're thinking that this is God? What's wrong with you? I'll kill you. And she literally took the knife out of her purse and said, I'm going to literally kill you. So he became scared and he ran. He ran all the way to the temple and he ran inside this office. And I said, okay, don't worry. Don't worry, you sit here. Is she coming in? Said, she's coming in. I closed the door. I said, let me sit inside. And I came outside in this hallway and I saw her coming. She didn't have a knife in her hand, but she had a purse and I thought the knife might be in the purse. So I said, ma'am, can I help you? I said, did you see this tall African-American boy? She said, actually, black boy. She's black herself, so she can say black. We can't say it, but she can. So anyway... I said, no. And I said, uh, I, I made a white lie. I said, no, why? And he said, well, I don't know what he's doing here. And I said, well, I, I, I've seen a black boy. If you want me to show him to you, then, you know, that I can do that. Oh, yeah, no, show him, show him to me. So I brought her through these doors, and I had to stand up here and look at Kalachanji. I said, that's the black boy I was talking about. And she looked at him for a while. And I said, just wait here. I'll be back in a little while. I'll look around and see if another black boy is around. So she stood here, and I went back, and I said to him, she's standing in front of Kalachanji in the temple. I said, our deity in the temple. Don't worry, let's see what happens. But, you know, don't worry, we'll, we'll take care of this. Whatever happens, we'll take care of this. So I came back into the room, and I saw her, and she had she was looking at, at Kalachanji, but her jaws had opened wide, you know, like like this. I said, ma'am, are you okay? She said, God is here. I said, yes, God is here. Now, for those of us who know Christianity and born-again Christians, they do not believe 
in an idol. Absolutely forbidden to believe in that. Yet she accepted that God was here. Why? Because God is actually here. She had a sincere heart to love God. God showed himself to her. How many of us can say when we came and saw Kal Chanji, we said, God is here. Hardly any of us can say that. You can see, the Lord is there for those who are prepared and ready to do move, move forward. So this is the readiness that we should, everything, anything and everything we do, we should do for the pleasure of Krishna. Even if you know that it's not going to please Krishna, do it anyway for the pleasure of Krishna. Why? Because if you do it for the pleasure of Krishna, Krishna is sitting in everyone's heart, sitting in your heart, and he will make the correction over a period of time. Just like how many of us are parents here? Hands up, parents. Nice. How many of us are parents here and our children has misbehaved from time to time? Children misbehave. Yes? <laughs> so what do we do with these children who misbehave? We show them love. And with love, we correct them. We don't punish them. We show them love. Now, it might be some punishment as well from time to time because that's called tough love. But that's because the child has become so tough that sometimes tough love has to be given. (laughs) But for simple-hearted children, you don't need to do that. Just with your love, we can correct. So Krishna will correct us with love. And then we'll give up those activities that are not good for us. Automatically we'll give them up. So Krishna says, when we do this, when we actually do everything for Krishna's pleasure, then amazingly and miraculously, even the things that are outside start sorting out. Like, I I cannot tell you how many examples I have heard of people who have said that the pandemic was the best thing that happened. Most of us think the pandemic is the worst thing that happened. Or at least it's very bad. Or at least it's bad. It's bad. I mean, it's nasty. But these people are saying it's the best thing that happened. Why would they say it's the best thing that happened? Because something happened in their life that actually made their lives greater, happier. So much happier that they thought to themselves, this would not have happened had uh, the pandemic not happened. There are many people who have lost their jobs, ended up in a situation were they actually better off? They're not worse off. They became better off, right? Any of the reversals that you can think of in this world, there are people who have gone through those and worse, worse reverses and came out better in the end. What's the example in our scripture of something that really bad happened and yet from that came some amazingly wonderful things? Anybody can give an example from our scriptures? Bhagavad Gita itself? It's a good example. What happened in the Bhagavad Gita? What was the and what happened in the Kurukshetra war? Yeah, the Pandavas won won the kingdom, okay. But many people died, right? It is described that about sixty four million people died on the battlefield. Now these were not women, these were all men, and they were all pretty much married, and they all had wives and children. Can you imagine how many families suffered as a result? It's amazing how much suffering happened. And from that what happened? Dharma got born. Our dharma was defeated and dharma was born. And as a result of which, the 
population became happier, a lot happier. Things worked out a lot better, although we don't want such results. This is not how to correct things from our point of view. It's not how we'd want it, but that's exactly what happened. And devotees have seen this again and again. I can look at some of you devotees and I know some of the reverses you went through, some of the difficulties you went through. Real difficulties, where at the time you were going through the difficulty, you felt really crummy about it. You felt really bad about it. And then after that, something happened and something happened and something happened. And today, you're happy as a devotee and you're thinking, okay, so that happened at that time, but from that came this, this, and this that was good. And I can see that it didn't stop my Krishna consciousness. It actually helped my Krishna consciousness in this way and the other way. And that the future looks very bright. Many amazing things are going to happen in the future. Even in our movement, we can say pretty much at every temple, it's just going to get better and better and better. No matter how bad it got, we couldn't open our temple doors. We lost so much income. We lost the opportunity to preach in numbers. But today we can say, we are actually better off. Our future looks brighter than it's ever looked in the past. Why? Because there were some things that we did not give up. We didn't stop chanting Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. We did not stop reading these books. Any one word from these books can turn your life into an amazingly wonderful life. Just reading one word from these books. What to speak of a full sentence. What to speak of a full page. What to speak of a full chapter. What to speak of the whole book. What to speak of the so many books that you see. And there are many more than that. And then, we didn't stop offering food to Krishna. As you can see now, there's a food curtain that has been put up. And the Lord is having another meal. So like this, he gets seven meals a day. So, the Lord likes to eat. He's a big time foodie. He loves eating. Actually, when Kalachanji came here, he was not as fat as he is now. For him, I can use the word fat. I wouldn't use it on a human being. Because some people think that's a criticism to say someone is fat. In our culture, fat is good. It means you're well fed. You see? All you need to be is also a little strong. Fat doesn't mean that you have bad health. It's only bad health if you don't have good health. I know many fat people who have very good health. I know many skinny people who have very bad health. But anyway, the world likes to, you know, paste identities on people. But Carlton is his cloth. We first used to get for him to put on him. His dress cannot fit now. He's become bigger. Why? All the nice food he's getting seven times a day. So we didn't stop eating. We stepped, we ate a lot. In fact, some of us became fatter. I didn't because I got severe COVID and I lost a lot of weight and I'm regaining it. But most of us, I think, became heavier as a result of COVID. More time to eat now. And then we didn't stop worshipping the deities. We kept worshipping the deities. You saw them online. Very beautifully dressed. We didn't stop associating with devotees. We did it online now. We did so many programs. Now we have so many programs online that we didn't have before pandemic. So as a result of which, when the pandemic recedes, 
Even if it doesn't recede, our situation is things have gotten better. Gotten a lot better. Individually and collectively. Gotten a lot better. So, this is the process. That's why I read the second verse. Because in the second verse, Krishna says, that whatever difficulties we'll have, will be overcome. Because he knows some of those difficulties are beyond our control. And because they're beyond our control, he will take care of them personally. He says that in the Bhagavad Gita. So, what else are things that we can do in terms of service? I gave you some examples. Of course, there are lots of other things we can do in service. Can anybody say? Simple to most difficult things. What types of service we can do? Make garlands, yeah. People come here and string garlands. You can see beautiful garlands on the Lord that the Lord is wearing. Radharani is wearing all of them. They're the Lord's. What else? Sorry? Yeah. Cleaning, sweeping, cleaning. Yeah, very good. What else? Yeah, participate in kirtan. Wherever there's kirtan going on, there's lots of kirtan going on online. Just turn your computer on, your smartphone on, and sing and dance. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. What else? Harinam, you can go out. There are lots of nice programs where we go out and we do chanting and dancing, distributing books and prasadam to the public. The first class program, the best. What else? Eating prasadam, yes, I think I said that, but yeah, that's a very important one, so we can repeat it. Just smiling at people. If you become a devotee and you smile at someone and they appreciate you, did you know in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, that's good enough reason for him to give mercy to that person. Just be nice to people. How hard is that? Just smiling to somebody and saying, well, if you can't say Hare Krishna, because they may not know what Hare Krishna means, but you can say, good morning, Best of the day to you. Krishna says that in the Bhagavad Gita. He says, you can give me your whole life, or you can give me your hard-earned money, or you can actually uh, uh, serve me full-time, or you can actually uh, 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 cultivate the knowledge and renunciation. And finally he says, or you can encourage my devotees. And who is not devotee of Krishna? Everybody is devotee. Some know it, some don't. Krishna in the Bhagavad in the in our scriptures it says Krishna Jivera Surupoy Nityara Krishna Das. Krishna himself says, I'm Bij Pradapita, I'm the seed giving father of all living entities. So every living entity is a devotee of Krishna. If you encourage them in any way, serve them in any way, that's called Jeev Daya. So how easy it is. The process is a very easy process. Practically anything we do that is meant to please somebody else, to serve somebody else. Because you did it for what purpose? What purpose did I say you should do everything? To please Krishna. Because you said that to Krishna. I am yours and you are mine. Everything I will do is for Krishna, for your pleasure. Then just smiling at people, serving them in any way, you know, making some nice uh, uh, food, offering it to your deities, taking it to the break room in, in, your, in your workplace, and let other people eat the nice uh, cupcake you made or whatever else you made, serving them prasadam like that, that's the fastest way to make devotees. Fastest way to serve devotees. The best way to serve devotees. 
So let's do that. We should, we should all chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, and do Jeev Daya. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, these are the two most important things you can do. Everything else will not matter, he says. Literally he says that. Everything else will not matter. If you do these two things, if you chant Hare Krishna and do Jeev Daya, serve other people with the view that they may also come to know Krishna, they may also come to have the full benefit of Krishna consciousness, just by smiling at them, saying some sweet words to them, then your life will become fully successful. Miracles will happen in your life. Hare Krishna. Now I'm going to ask if you'd like to ask any questions. We have a few minutes before we make some announcements and then we'll start Kirtan. Yes. Can I read those two verses, the texts again together? Yes, I will do that. Thank you. Okay, verse number 127, uh, chapter 9, text 27. Yet karoshi, yad 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 Whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer or give away, and whatever austerities you perform, do that, O son of Kunti, as an offering to me. Offering to Krishna, like that. The next verse says, Shubha Shubha Falerevam Mokshyesasi Karma Bandhanehi Sanyasa Yoga Sanyasa Yoga Yuktatma Vimukto Mam Upeshasi Translation, in this way you will be freed from bondage to work and its auspicious and inauspicious results. With your mind fixed on me, on, in this principle of renunciation, you will be liberated and come to me. Because when you go back to Krishna and we go to the spiritual world, as we can see from these paintings, we will have complete freedom. Here we don't have complete freedom. We are restricted. We have to do some things we don't like to do. There you can do anything and everything that you totally love to do. You don't ever have to do anything you don't like to do. Thank you. Anybody else have any questions? No? Thank you very much. So now it's time for us to... uh, Hear some announcements, and then we'll start Kirtan. Uh, the Lord's Lordships will have finished eating by then, and then we'll do Arti. And then after that, we'll be uh, our Lord Nisingadev's Pranam. And after that, the feast will be served out. Okay? Thank you very much. All glories to the Lotus Feet of Srila Prabhupada. Jai Vanchakalpa Turubhishya, Kripasandubhya Patita Nam Pavanebhya, Vaishnavebhya, Namo Namaha. Jai Anantakoti Vaishnavabrindaki, Jai. Shrimad Bhagavad Gita Tarupa Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Shri Shri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai, Shri Gora Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai. Right. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare. Hare Rama. Hare Rama. Rama Rama. Hare Hare. So on behalf of our presiding deity, Shri Radha Kalachanji, and all of the deities on the altar, and all of our devotees, I extend to all of you a very hearty welcome to today's Sunday festival program. So 
this Wednesday begins the uh, uh, marks the beginning of Kartik, the festival of Kartik. Kartik is the month of Radharani, and for us as devotees, considered the most important month in the year. In this month, we get the blessings of our original mother. Her name is Radharani, and you can see her standing on the altar next to Kalachanji, and uh, standing next to uh, Chota Radha Kalachanji, Radha Govinda, and Radha, Radha Chota Radha Govinda. So that's Radharani. And Radharani is, considered, is said to be the Adi Lakshmi, the Adi Saraswati, and the Adi Durga. So she is the person from whom the whole creation animated in terms of all living and non-living entities. Krishna, in the beginning, is described, uh, was alone, and from his right he manifested Balaram, and on his left he manifested Radharani. And Lord Balaram manifests all the incarnations of Krishna, including Krishna himself, as Vasudeva, and uh, as Vasudeva, uh, and uh, and Lord Narayan, Lord Mahavishnu, all of these come from Lord Balaram, and then the consorts come from Radharani, and all of us, and all of the uh, uh, non-living entities, both in the spiritual world and here, emanate from Radharani. So this is her month, the month of Kartik, and it's a very special month for us. Every night there'll be an additional program that happens at our temple. We can come and offer lamps to the deities. It's called Damodar Astakam. And you can personally serve the deities with a lamp every day for the whole month. that will go all the way from, I think it's the, well, it's from the 20th of October, and I think the last day is the 19th of November. I may be wrong. Maybe the 20th of November also. So uh, please do come for those programs. It's a special program. You'll see it's a very, very sweet program. And also, uh, uh, this year, is the 125th anniversary of Srila Prabhupada's advent in this world. Jai Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Srila Prabhupada is the founder, Acharya, of this movement and considered the head of the fifth Sampradaya. It's described by our Acharyas that there are four Sampradayas in this world and Prabhupada brought these four Sampradayas together in the fifth Sampradaya that will actually unite all of the religions of the world. And actually this is coming true. We now have actually uh, Christian churches where they chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. We also have some Sufi Muslim churches where they also chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare. Most amazingly, we now have Jewish people chanting. Now, normally in Judaism, you're not supposed to take the name of the Lord. It is considered extremely sacrilegious to take the name of the Lord because we are not taking the name properly. And therefore, in a sense, we are belittling the Lord by calling out his name in vain. But even they are chanting now. And personally, I think most amazing is that atheists are now chanting Hare Krishna. Before, they used to just say, Oh my God. And you think, well, you're an atheist. Why are you saying, Oh my God? Because in atheism, there's not supposed to be a God, right? So, but now they're chanting Hare Krishna. So we can see that the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna movement is actually bringing the different religious movements together. Because ultimately there is only one God. Ishvara Parama Krishna, one, is the one top person who is the omnipotent, omnip, omniscient Lord. And so we don't have any ego that please become a Hare Krishna. We're saying, please accept God in your lives. Please understand that amongst God's names, the highest name is Krishna because it means the all-attractive. 
And this is described in scripture. It's not for us to decide what is religion. Dharmantu Bhagavat, Dharmantu Sakshat, Bhagavat Pranitan. That religion can be enunciated by the Lord himself. It is only the Lord who can say what is true religion. He is saying. So we're not saying this because we wanted to start a new brand and have everybody follow that brand. We're saying something which is originally the original truth that has existed for not only billions, but for trillions of years. This has existed. So, um, uh, so this is Srila Prabhupada who brought this to the West and actually gave this message to all over the world so that we can chant Hare Krishna and we can engage in Krishna's service. And most importantly, we can also look after one another in a very nice way. So to that extent, we are, we are actually this year starting a new department in our temple. We're calling it the Devotee Empowerment Services so that devotees can be taken care of. Up till now, we've had sometimes issues amongst devotees or issues, devotees having issues in their lives, and there wasn't really a organized system to take care of it. Now we're going to set up a department that is going to be considered the most important department of our temple, the top department of our temple. For a while, I'll take interest in it myself as the temple president, but the idea is we'll set up a team of devotees who will actually do this service, properly funded, properly organized, so that all devotees can feel very happy to be children of Radha Kalachanji and actually serve with a lot of happiness like that. And uh, uh, so if any of you would like to volunteer for that, just let me know so I don't miss anybody out. The team can be as big as we want it to be because there will be a smaller core team that will make sure that things are moving along on a day-to-day basis. But the larger team will make it happen in a way. So please volunteer for services like that. There's lots of volunteer services available in our in our temple. A lot of things that we need volunteers for. Please come forward and give your names and be volunteers so that you can directly serve the deities and serve the devotees as well. Okay? Um, today's feast has been donated by Radhanam Prabhu and Mother Bhakti. Are they here? Radhanam Prabhu? I saw. Oh, there's Radhanam Prabhu there. And your wife is here, Prabhu? Oh yeah, that's your wife there. I can't. Yeah, because your mask is on, I can't see. <laughs> of course not. So thank you very much. Today is their wedding anniversary. Let's please give them a very big hand. May our deities and devotees bless you unlimitedly uh, so that you can continue your uh, grihastha life in a nice way and bring up your wonderful daughter uh, and uh, bring a lot of happiness to your family and to your friends and to all of us. Uh, through your Krishna consciousness. Thank you very much for your service, uh, all the wonderful services that you've done for us, and well, I'm sure we'll continue to do. And uh, anybody else uh, gave a feast today? We don't have it up here. I don't think, I think you're the only ones who actually gave the feast, so thank you very much for that. And um, I'd also like to thank uh, uh, Mother Lalita Saki for leading up the cooking team, the team that's actually cooking. And I'll now ask if any of you have come for the first time to, to our temple, first timers. Middle. No? Nobody on this side? Middle, yes.